Welcome to the first episode of Scrubbed In, where you join me, Abdul, and Ams as we talk about our journey from medical school, being doctors, life outside of medicine. But we're not just going to talk about medicine, we've got a few things coming up as well. We're going to speak about publishing in American journals, we're going to talk about going on surgical courses abroad, we're going to talk about sort of making sure we have fun during med school, but also making sure we sort of do very well and get the distinctions and all of that jazz as well. So yeah. So this is just, you know, us discussing our journey, kind of reminiscing to be fair, and we want you to join our journey. So join in every week as we talk about different topic and we try to give you some tips and tricks on how to do well in med school and become an amazing junior doctor. So yeah, let's take it with question one. I think the one question that everyone always asks, especially at the sort of earlier stages is, Abdul, why, why, why does anyone choose medicine? Why did you choose medicine? Oh, it's, it's some tough questions. I feel like I'm doing my <laughs> medical school interview again. Why did I do medicine? Um, it actually is a question yeah. in some interviews. But yeah, 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 it is. Um, so I have to probably go back a, a good 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd say there's, there's a good few reasons as to why I did medicine to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one um, yeah. off the bat is just since a kid i remember i used to always enjoy helping other people yeah um i used to like to call it i used to be at the service of others and i used to get like mm. immense enjoyment from that and i used to get a lot of satisfaction from helping other people yeah um and kind of that's a bit that's a bit vague though so yeah. what do you mean by helping though in what sort of way yeah so you know i used to enjoy when people had problems so you know i was the eldest you know kid yeah. growing up on both my mom and dad's side yeah. And I'll be the person they'll call to help them, you know, build a wardrobe yeah. if they need the painting done. Did you so, do a remote control setup for Sky? Mate, I did all of it, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So they kind of, you know, call upon me to go and help them with my friends, anyone had issues, yeah. problems. I used to go and enjoy solving those. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew medicine, being a doctor was this like amazing career um, where you get to help other people, especially mm. the most, you know, people in need. So people that are really unwell. Um, but to be fair, at 14, 15, 16, you don't really know what it entails to be a doctor as you probably later on discussed. Exactly, yeah. Um, but one of the main reasons was I wanted to help other people and I knew being a doctor was one of those ways to do it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know what? Um, I think in a lot of my colleagues who are doctors as well and just everyone who's become a doctor, you see that natural trait where they enjoy putting a smile on someone else's face. And I think anyone who enjoys that this is a career that actually is quite you get a lot of satisfaction from someone becoming really just well their problems solved and they just say the words thank you to you it just makes your day doesn't it yeah yeah um but let's be honest um you know everyone goes into interview and and you know interview is gonna be like all right mate why do you want to do medicine tell me and everyone's gonna say i want to help others you know i've dreamed of being a doctor since i was six or seven what were the other facts would you say that kind of pushed you forward to become a doctor to study medicine it just can't be you know i want to help people yeah i think you have to go back to i think gcse stages and early college years i think the one thing every single parent every single sort of child will sort of face is that when you're sort of doing well when you're sort of academically bright it's sort of like a default setting isn't it that you consider it's at least to be considered that you do medicine and you become a doctor um, a few other things like engineering and mm. law are always open as well uh, so I think by default doing well sort of means that yeah I'm gonna try and become a doctor 
Um, it wasn't one of the main reasons, but it was one of the things that came into consideration. I did well hmm. um, during my GCSE stage, and one of those things that I wanted to do. Uh, but mind you, I didn't do that well, so I was sort of um, in the middle ground. Oh, guys, if you know how, how how smart <laughs> this guy was, uh, so I wasn't I wasn't failing all of my stuff, but I wasn't actually smashing it at that stage. And um, but it wasn't was one of those things I was considering by default. Um, and then I think one of the most important things for me of why I chose medicine was, right, my parents, I would say, mm. right, they built a genuinely caring heart, mm. right? I genuinely care. That's what yeah. it is. I genuinely get satisfaction from, like you said, the way you said you wanted to problem solve for others and just sort of fix whatever issue they had. I loved putting a smile on someone's face. I loved sort of solving their issues as well. Um, it sort of ties in with my own startup that we've got and that's a whole nother story we'll talk about in a, another episode I guess um, but I love problem solving and just I guess putting a smile on someone else's face and yeah, getting them on their way so no. yeah um, I definitely agree but just you know going back I think you mentioned quite an important point I don't know if you know any of the viewers kind of experienced this that are maybe medics or thinking of applying for medicine mm. it's that whole concept and I've definitely experienced that as well where naturally those that kind of get the A stars, the A's yeah, at A level, yeah. kind of do one in their sats, it's kind of reserved for them. Yeah. You know, like yeah. an unwritten rule, rule of thumb that, you know, these top, you know, decile students or these guys achieving A stars mm-hmm. will naturally become doctors. And I yeah. think, you know, I don't know how it is, but I feel like in our society it's kind of reserved. So you may not necessarily want to be a doctor. You know, at the end of the day, everyone wants to help, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just not yeah. me and you. Everyone wants to help. You know, people put a smile on their face. But I think as soon as you start getting the A stars and like doing one in A levels, it's already like, yeah, he's gonna become a doctor. And it's like as if everyone else or society itself, yeah, kind of pushes you down this route of, you know what, he's gonna become a doctor. And then you just become infatuated with the idea or this concept of, do you know what? I'm creme de la creme, you know, the, the smartest exactly, person yeah. in my school. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame, rather, that if I don't pursue medicine, yeah. that I've wasted my talent. You've so you've just it. built yeah. up this world of you being a doctor and at 14, 15, 16, yeah. you know, this concept of, you know, I'm going to do such a noble profession, being a doctor is something only a exactly. handful of people achieve. It's is, a prestigious thing yeah, to and become I, a doctor. Yeah, and I think, you know, looking back on that, I think what you mentioned is quite key was like society kind of throws you or pushes you down this route of becoming a doctor not that yeah. I want people to think I become a doctor <laughs> because of society and I don't enjoy it I love being a doctor exactly but it's something yeah. that you know you just I think what do you, do you think that it's, it's the same now though? so we were 14 16 what in 2005 yeah. oh, 6 but let's not <laughs> expose yeah. our age right now but um, right now in 2019 I think it's very different I'd, mm. I think high achievers now don't necessarily say yeah, I'm definitely, definitely going to be a doctor or a lawyer. I think you've got lots of high achievers who do loads of different things nowadays. Mm. Uh, what do you think? Do you think it's changed? I agree. I'd say um, definitely society has changed a lot. You know, yeah. the, the access that I have to information, you know, every, you know everything's available online, really. Um, and I would say a lot of high achievers that, let's say, 10 years ago would yeah. have nest, like applied with to medicine like us yeah. may now not necessarily apply to medicine. They'll probably do stuff like, you know, tech, um, all these other things. Booming. That's, that's yeah. really booming, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think that's quite an interesting point to be fair. Interestingly, yeah. that links into your startup. Yeah. Um, um, so we'll save all the startups yeah. up for later on. That's all but, coming. Um, it's all coming. So I guess, you know, we get to do what the Yankees are doing now anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, just going back to why we did medicine, yeah. I think 
for both of us it was just to genuinely help people put a smile on people's faces and you know the path just kind of opens up for you to be a doctor as soon as you get your first few A stars I think yeah. you know wouldn't you agree um, mind you still not A stars doesn't equal entry though that's yes, the only thing. Uh, we've got lots of interesting stories about fine. that um, Abdul so one important thing right lots of people say this, especially about our background we come mm. from Bangladeshi backgrounds mm. especially when it comes to sort of the Asian subcontinent um, were you ever peer pressured or parentally pressured into becoming a doctor um, as in like my parents f- like yeah, did forced they me to do it say you um, have to become for a me I'm fortunate enough and I, you know, I don't know what the situation is for other people but I was lucky enough where first of all mm-hmm. I just put it out of there I wanted to be an architect Right. I really enjoyed these DT and designer school. Right now, right now. Not maybe not now. Junior, but <laughs> but it's a tempting career, you know. Right. After a night right. of uncles and weekends, but um, at the time, you know, I'm talking about when I was 16. So I enjoyed design mm-hmm. and technology, and I wanted to be an architect. Um, but I just ended up liking science a bit more than design. Yeah. So I kind of picked the A levels that were perfect for me to get into medicine. Yeah. But in terms of parents forcing me, really, I'll be honest and frank with you is. My dad wanted me to start working. You have to understand, I come, yeah. you know, from a background where at that time it was just me and my family yeah. living in a two-bedroom flat in London. And for them, it was, okay, you've done all that GCSEs, we're super proud of you, you know, you've done A-levels. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. after that, you've done your education, right? Mm-hmm. But we want you to kind of start working and help support the family. And, you know, the average Asian household, the father works and the mom kind of stays at home to look after yeah, the family. Yeah, yeah. So that was my setup. So my dad kind of wanted me to start working and help support okay. the family. Um, whereas my mom have other ideas altogether. So, you know, she wasn't too keen on university. It was good, I did it. But she wanted me to kind of be, <laughs> how do I call it, a religious scholar. So my mom is a, you know, she kind of enjoys teaching Abdul Arabic. scholar. Okay. Yeah, so okay. she wanted me to be a religious scholar. So to answer your question, my dad wanted me to work and my mom wanted me to be a religious scholar. Yeah. And I think I went against them both and became a doctor. Because you wanted to? I feel like I was, at the time, you know, you obviously want to be a doctor, but I felt inclined and naturally inclined as if, you yeah. know what, things are happening for me and it's like, do you know what, there's probably a reason as to why doors are opening and I'm going down this route where I want to be a yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, you know what? I agree, but a part of me always wanted to become a doctor. I remember when Mm. everyone asked me, sort of, at the year 7 stage, year 9 stage, and year 11 stage, I always did secretly say, uh, I want to be a doctor. Mm. Um, I never had the courage to say it, because again, coming from the background that I come from, um, I went to school at Swanley School, Tower Hamlets, you can imagine, and a lot of people didn't at the time actually think I could become a doctor. So, So what, so like... So I think you're a bit different to me. So you yeah, wanted, yeah. Kind of, you knew early on, let's say you wanted to be a doctor, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that something you shared with your friends and family? Or when did you kind of... Because um, I think we ever talked about that early on in terms that's of... That's true. You know what? Going back, um, if I ever said that I wanted to become a doctor, it was a sort of maybe. Yeah. Uh, it was a sort of maybe. And a lot of teachers that I did ask about doing medicine, in fact, said no at the time that I wouldn't actually ever make it at the time. Uh, to this day, I don't actually know if they said it to motivate me mm. or because they genuinely doubt me, doubted me. Um, in fact, the career advisory even said the same. Uh, so I secretly always wanted to become a doctor and whenever anyone asked, I'd say something else or I'd say, mm. I don't know. Uh, now, my parents, I think they played a different 
sort of role. I think they played the role of making me believe that I can become a doctor. Yeah. Right. My mother especially. So um, I used to tell her exactly what my ambitions were, what I was planning on doing. Um, my father, I was... I always used to wait because I didn't want to disappoint him. So I used yeah. to wait until I definitely had the grades or I definitely had the offer. So I used to tell my mother. And I think, you know what, um, in terms of wanting to become a doctor, um, I remember one one day I told my mum, right, um, I want to become a doctor, but just in case I'm going to apply for a different subject at the time. Yeah. Um, so other courses like, uh, for example, pharmacy yeah. and the biomedical sciences, yeah. uh, because I knew I could I could get the grades for that. Yeah. You didn't need a string of A stars and an yeah. entrance exam and all of that jazz. Yeah. Um, and my mum said, you know what, you're targeting that and you can do that. Mm. I want you to have plan A and execute plan A. Yeah. So they actually pushed me yeah. towards yeah. Um, becoming a doctor, but in a positive way. It wasn't, yeah. you're, you've, you're getting A stars, mm. you're definitely going to become a doctor. Yeah. Um, they had their doubts as well, but I think yeah. they were more supportive. Okay, um, so let's say you know, so you know, wh- whose parent wouldn't want them to say we'd love you to be a doctor? You know, as a, as a yeah. kid volunteering, mum and dad, you know what, I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah, of course, every parent would support it, but you know, coming from my background, which we'll probably talk about a bit more yeah, yeah. in detail. You know, speaking to my colleagues and yeah. the people we work with, right? And and the vast majority of medical school entrants are, you know, people that went to kind of state school or like public, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, private schools. Why do you feel we we, we that we had that mentality of even though I'm I want to be a doctor, even though yeah. you knew you wanted to be a doctor, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did you have that mindset of, uh, uh, you know, pharmacy and, and biomedicine? Why I don't understand that mindset. It's like if you knew you wanted to be a doctor, right? Why yeah. did you have that at the back of it? Do you say it's part of your environment? Even though your mom and dad supported you, where does that come? I think it comes from you know what the the phrase "seeing is believing." Yeah. I never saw doctors from my background mm-hmm. who went to a state school um, who didn't have access to all of these private courses that are out there. Mm. I mean, I couldn't at that stage afford to go to all of these courses, which were charging at the time fifty, sixty pounds. Mm. Um, I couldn't go to these courses to to train myself to be able to get the A-stars. I had to study on my own. Mm. Um, at school, I had obviously my school teachers support me and then at home it would be as far as myself and using the internet and the famous CGP books yeah. that everyone knows about. Thank God for um, CGP. <laughs> they're lifesavers, those books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's seeing is believing. I never saw people from my background become doctors. Yeah. Um, and that essentially put doubt in me. Yeah. Um, so just just tell me like um, obviously you went to different colleges and yeah, different yeah, sixth yeah. forms. Um, so how many people applied from you know your sixth form or your college to kind of do medicine? Because for me, I know it was just me, my best friend, yeah, um, and maybe one or two people. You know, the concept of being encouraged to do medicine was only yeah. you know. Um, going yeah. back, you know what? From my whole year group, there are only two doctors. Oh, wow. Yeah, from my whole year group of what, 13 a class, 7 form, so about over 200 students from my secondary school. Wow, and only two became doctors? And only two, and that includes me, so one other person. So in terms of, my maths ain't that great guys, but what's that? <laughs> so that I, I don't even know percentage-wise. That's so 10% of 200 is 20. 20. So 1%? 1%. So, you, so like, that's, that's like a, we said, so yeah. the, the top 1% of the year... 
go on to. He's expected to become a doctor. But the thing is, if you come, you have to compare that now. Compare that to a school like Tiffins, mm-hmm. right? They've got well into the tens and maybe, maybe into the hundreds mm. into that med line. school. Yeah, and so you have to think about why that is. That's an interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's funny because I remember, like, at the time. Yes, remember the the school I went to. Yeah. Bear in mind, I got rejected from every sixth form and college I applied to. Yeah. The college or the sixth form rather that I went to, only a handful of people applied. Um, but the funny thing is, so we were down the road from Westminster City School. Yeah. So which is very famous. They have the highest number the of students. School, right? Yeah. So yeah. they have the yeah. highest number next to Westminster Abbey. Mm. So they have like the highest number of schools that go to students that go to Oxbridge. So you know, Oxford oh, wow. University or Cambridge University. Um, and we're just literally less than a mile down the road but the difference in I wouldn't say ambitions but the difference in what is seen as achievable for mm-hmm. you as mm-hmm. students in this school versus you students in that school was is, is mind-blowing to be fair yeah. you know these are the kids where we were on the bus going home we used to see them and they were like just me and you except their uniform was different yeah they just went to a school where you had to pay for yet Instead of one or two going into medicine, Mm-mm. like you said, a good twenty of them going into medicine, and I find that like interesting. Like you know, I could never get my head around it. Around why exactly? Um, but I think going back now, so mm. okay, so despite facing all of that, then mm. why did you sort of drive ahead and go into medicine? What was I what think was it, it was that it was the fact that for me before I kind of made the decision consciously mm-hmm. to become a medic become a doctor mm-hmm. you know you, you kind of flirt with the idea of being a doctor but yeah. once I knew I wanted to become a doctor and kind of do your research and realize how amazing of a career it is yeah being from the background we are being from the school and the environment I grew up yeah. in that becomes your driving motivation yeah so it didn't become I want to be a doctor anymore it just I want to be a doctor but more so because of the environment I grew up in and you know I want to prove to people that you can do it yeah you can be someone like me as clueless you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably was clueless for med school as well. Yeah, let's make it clear you're not clueless now. Yeah, yeah, it's important. <laughs> but um, I think that was a massive drive for me. It's like once I realized, you know what, I'll be happy as being a doctor. The drive, you know, I want to achieve something. Yeah, yeah. I've got this opportunity. I've got more or less the grade to kind of get into medical school. Yeah, that became a drive, and that's what probably pushed me to go and apply and you know do the interviews and get into medical school and mm-hmm. become a doctor. But I think. I'll definitely say the environment and the school and the you know the how I was brought up kind of was the factor as to why I became a doctor. Why you became okay, fine. So summarizing this, let me hear your three reasons to why you hmm. did medicine. Um, so the first I'd I'd always say is I've always wanted to be at the service of others. Yeah. Okay. Being a doctor allows me that. Yeah. Secondly. Even till today, as I did ten years ago, I feel it's it's one of the most noble and best you know jobs you can do in the world yeah you know being able to help other people but I enjoyed the concept of that you know it was something very hard to achieve so you had to work hard for it it wasn't something that was handed on a plate and I like that you know to go out work for something right yeah and the third one I would say is I wanted to be in a position or you know especially from my background go and show people that you can achieve this you can go and become a doctor despite You know, growing up in a, in a small flat, sharing a bedroom with two, three other siblings, yeah, yeah. that you can still go out and achieve to become a doctor, which is usually reserved for a certain subset or a certain demographic. You know, a certain yeah, population yeah. of people. 
so those are probably the few more reasons you know i'm sure there are other reasons but i'll say those were the main reasons that kind of pushed me and drove me to become a doctor to becoming a doctor what about you right, cool okay um my reasons top three reasons right i think number one is again right i genuinely genuinely in agreement with sort of your reasoning is that i love problem solving and helping someone out hmm. just solving their issue um just making them happier and even now you probably agree sort of at work once you've sort of got someone back to their feet mm. you discharge them and send them home mm. and they say thank you doctor yeah i think money can never buy that yeah. i think money can't buy that thank you yeah when they're just so happy they've come in really sick and septic and all sorts and sort of they're back on their feet and they just say thank you doctor yeah nothing money can't buy that um number two i would say um it's so challenging i've always loved a challenge and a challenge that's constantly changing i mean um throughout university studying all of that content mm. memorizing that content and then being able to just like just take all of that knowledge and content that you have and apply it to someone guys and just, i just remember that story told me about that revision thing you know how you're revising so hard one day that, <laughs> that your mom walked into your room and she found you collapsed right. on the floor. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you that story. <laughs> well, till today, he makes me okay. laugh. So that story, right, what happened was there was an exam coming up. Yeah. <laughs> now, I am, when I revise for an exam, I put my heart, my soul in. I want to be the best student. I want that first centile score, yeah. right? And I had a really bad, really, really bad cold. And I was revising late into the night, 2 a.m. And I'm revising books and I decide, okay, I'm going to go get a nice cold drink, right? And I kid you not, so I, it's ice cold uh, Coke that I had. And I took one sip of it, right? And it was ice cold. Next thing I know, I've <laughs> fallen over. I've sort of busted my lip. And my mum's just over me like, what's happened? So I literally fainted yeah, so, whilst revising. So yeah. And I kid you not, I woke up. And my mum's telling me now, go to bed, go to yeah. sleep. You've done enough revision for the day. Um, mind you, this is still two, three weeks before the exam. Yeah. So I'm preparing really well. Man. And I kid you not, two, three a.m., busted lip. I've just had a faint. I've uh, got a really bad cold. The first thing I did was get back up, put my seat back up, sit back on the chair, open the book back up. <laughs> so basically, you revise so hard, you knocked yourself out. Basically that. <laughs> and, that and you know, later on, as we'll probably talk about in medical mm. school, you kind of move on and you kind of live out and you have you know yeah, what yeah. you call peripheral accommodation we go to hospitals outside of london and we used to live together um and i can genuinely <laughs> tell you when ams revises my god does he revise yeah. i remember i was able to watch a good two three four hour films while he's in his room in his robe in the you same finish a chair. couple of series yeah i used to finish a series <laughs> in the time you used to revise and to be fair you know what you've kind of achieved up until yeah. now is a testimony of that um but just going back you know so <laughs> you kind of you know like the challenge solving and you like to go, exactly. out, go out and achieve something that's really hard exactly um, uh, what what would you know would you say was the third and final the reason as to why you picked final, medicine the third and final you know what in the same way sort of same line of reasoning that you had for your third mm. it's it splits into three things again showing my mum and dad mm. that I can do it and making them proud because I know secretly deep down whether they <laughs> want to say it or not publicly it's the truth they deep down want a doctor in the family yeah and i was the first to go to university in my family so i was going to do it mm -hmm. right the second i think it's for 
everyone else. I want to show the youth out there, all the people out there that come from our same backgrounds. And I think sort of lighting the way, um, showing that we can make it and then holding that door open mm. um, for them to then come through. Um, because again, it's it's such a, it's a job that really does put put a smile on your face mm. puts a smile on other people's face it just lights up the world around you doesn't it yeah um, so it's weird we come from very different backgrounds but our top three reasons if you think about it they're identical yeah they're quite similar um, definitely and I wonder if we were to just go and pluck out another medical student or mm. a doctor I think we'd find the same that they have a natural love and drive to help someone mm. I think they just love the concept of doing something really great mm. studying knowledge that's really sort of complex applying that in real life and then I think the last one is genuinely making others proud yeah what do you think you agree with that I, I definitely agree um, I'd say the vast majority of doctors have kind of certain baseline traits and characteristics that yeah, make them yeah. a good doctor um, but I generally you know agree with you yeah um, and you know, I don't think we really ever discussed how we got into medicine or why we did medicine. You know, we just ended up sitting next to each other on the first day of med school. Yeah. And so we're here a, a good, I don't know, maybe a decade later. Um, a decade? It's not been yeah, a decade. Come on, man. It's, it's been a good few years. Um, so, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people kind of watching this mm. that probably want to do medicine yeah. or are thinking about, I want to be a doctor. You know, you probably have people that are similar backgrounds to us where, you know, they're from a background where they're not the most well off maybe mm. they're a single parent household mm. um, they don't have access to a lot of support what would you say you know like three pieces of key advice or you know golden nuggets like you you know like you're yeah. doing to those people out there um three pieces of advice for someone that wants to do medicine i think when you decide you want to do medicine believe in that don't 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 doubt yourself. Mm -hmm. I think once you sort of have conviction and belief in yourself, you will drive ahead with it. You will find yourself eventually at the doorsteps of medicine. You'll find yourself eventually one day as a junior doctor. There's yeah. so many routes out there. I think we can go into that uh, on another episode maybe about the various different routes. People, I think, commonly know of just the conventional route of going from sort of GCSEs, A-levels, university. But yeah. there's so many routes out there. Uh, so I think if you want to become a doctor, first believe in it and have conviction. Mm. Number two is, I honestly think you just have to be willing to sacrifice. Yeah. Right. Those hours of studying yeah. are fainted. Um, you you having to give up your series and yeah, Netflix no. episodes. Um, I think you have to sacrifice a lot. Think about it. We spend a lot of time studying. Yeah. So you have to be willing to sacrifice. Mm. Right. Willing to sacrifice and work really hard. And the third thing is, I think. Don't be afraid to ask for help, right? Right now, the world is, people say the world is a huge place. The world is actually a very small place because mm -hmm. now, right, we've got social media and all of the sort of internet connecting us. You can send a message from the other side of the world right now yeah. to you via Facebook, right? Yeah. And just ask, how would you advise me to study for the entrance exams? Right, and okay. you could give nuggets of gold. They could ask another question: How do I um, sort of practice interviews? How do I practice GCSEs and practice revising for them? Uh, so I think you're not alone, and reach out. Don't be afraid of asking. Yeah. What about your top three tips? Um, 
<laughs> the question was for you. I didn't realize you going to flip no, it back onto me. Come on, um, six points for our viewers at least. I think the first thing would definitely be know what you love, know what you have a passion, and you know, as you get older and you kind of realize that eighteen, you know, perhaps nineteen is probably a bit difficult, and you probably don't really know what you want to do, mm. but have some sort of idea. Um, it doesn't necessarily need to be medicine. Maybe something mm. else. You know, you want to. You might want to be a doctor. Um, you know, an architect or a lawyer or a banker. Yeah, yeah. But like you said. The information is so easily accessible to you know kids nowadays than it was for us. Yeah. You know, not only Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can reach out to so many people that are doctors or lawyers, bankers, and just say, you know, what does your average day? What is a yeah. career like in banking? What is a career like as a doctor? Yeah. And then I would say make an informed decision. Yeah. No, I don't think it's something you should rush into. Primarily based on the fact mm. that you need to be very patient, sacrifice a lot of your time, and yeah. you need to work really hard, study super hard. Um, but reach out to people mm. that you know in the position that you want to be in and yeah. kind of ask them you know what does entail i'm planning to pursue you know, any mm. advice with regards to you know you know there's various exams you need to set yeah yeah grades so definitely you know speak to your colleagues friends mm -hmm. there is support out there if you want to apply reach out yeah. to people online um and just enjoy it don't feel pressured i'd say don't feel pressured you know i understand being a doctor a lawyer a banker yeah. is such a you know like you know highly sought after career yeah. but don't feel pressured you have to do it just because it's what's seen as being successful in society it's fun isn't it medicine is just fun yeah and i think you know if you go for it like you said commit exactly i'd say you know if you're going to be a medic commit. do commit you know don't worry about any other subjects don't worry about you know not getting the grades if you're going to mm -hmm. do it i'd say just commit and go for it and go for it yeah so exactly there you have it that so there's our reasons uh, for why we did medicine and I think some uh, some bits of advice that you guys can use Tune in next week for episode 2 where we'll discuss sort of our GCSE years our college years and our journey into medicine uh, We've got a few good stories to tell then I think um, yeah, so we'll keep you waiting till then tune in next week